you already know you're going to eat some of those McDonald's golden fries on the drive home. So, you may as well add an extra order just for that. <laughs> the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I think it's amazing to, to see how many lives we impact uh, just playing basketball, you know, the, the happiness and, uh, and, and the joy of, of play, uh, people who are just supporting us, you know, it's, it's a really amazing uh, sensation. Uh, there's no statement win first game this season. I was proud of our guys for getting a win, protecting our home court. We did not do a good enough job last year protecting our home. So, um, but no, we're not going to make too much of this. We got to turn the page and learn from it and get ready for Memphis and OKC on the road. We have a bullseye on our back and we're going to get the best from everybody. So we can't think by beating the Lakers at home like, so what? That's one game. We have to be even better come Friday in Memphis to try to go to 2-0, and uh, that'll be a challenge in and of itself. Again, it's going to be a day-by-day process, gauging how he's feeling, getting communication from him, our, our, our training staff, our medical staff. Yeah, we again, it's, we communicate, collaborate, and then land on a solid plan. And again, it's easy with him. You get caught up in the emotion of the game, and you tend to forget you want him playing these long stretches. But in order for him to be as effective as possible, we have to be mindful of uh, the minute output and how long, you know, his stretches are. I mean, I always want to be on the floor, um, especially when you got an opportunity to, you know, win a game or you feel like you can make an impact. But um, I guess there's a system in place, and you know. Got to follow it. All right, some of the sounds, sights, and sounds from last night. Live moods. Uh, <laughs> representing, representing the Rocky Mountains, representing right. the Mountain Time Zone, yep. representing the Denver Nuggets. I mean, look, you yep. told us about the Denver Nuggets last year. You told us before they won the championship that they were going to win the championship. And so last, uh, last night was your opportunity just to kind of exalt, just to kind of just let it all sink in. The Nuggets at home, first game since winning the NBA title in five tidy games in June. Mm -hmm. First game at home, taking on the Lakers, the same team they swept in the Western Conference Finals to get to the NBA Finals in the first place. And and Liv, I don't know about you. I do know about you. (laughs) I do know about you. (laughs) That's wrong. I was going to say, even watching that game, the Nuggets had control of it. So third quarter, they're up by their 11, their 13. Then the Lakers go on their 11-zip run, and they make it a game. Yep. Even at that point, I was like, you know what? They ain't got it. They ain't got it. They ain't going to beat them. They, they're not going to win this game. I was never at any point last night worried about the Los Angeles Lakers. We'll talk about them in a second. But I just felt like this was the night for the Nuggets. And yeah. it probably, Western Conference-wise, is probably the season again for the Nuggets. What'd you see? What'd you feel? 
Yeah, I mean, I feel obviously great, um, but not naive in the fact that I know that it is only one game, like Coach Malone said, he is going to get the best out of every team that plays this Nuggets team because they saw what they did last season in the finals. They saw how dominant this Nuggets team was. The target, every win will just get bigger and bigger. So there's a long, long road ahead. I am not a naive fan in thinking that they've just got it after one game. But something that I really loved watching about this Nuggets team, I was there last night. So not only did I, did I get to bask in the banner being lifted in the ring ceremony, which was just the coolest thing ever as a Nuggets fan who's never seen that before um what i saw from the game perspective is that they have not lost you know everyone worries about that super bowl hangover that championship hangover and it really did not seem like they have any of that at all they still have the chemistry the teamwork is what makes this offense so unstoppable. And I think, again, we talk about Jokic a lot. And I think that the reason that we talk about Jokic a lot is not just from a talent perspective, but he's simply unguardable. There is no answer for Nikola Jokic. When he has an, a sloppy, crooked, one-footer floater that looks like it's going to a completely different part of the gym and then it's an absolute bucket, there's no way you guard that. But I think more importantly than that, we saw a lot of new faces on the floor finding their rhythm, finding their groove, a moment that I don't think people could see on TV, but I saw from being there and I'm so mad I didn't get it on camera. We had Najee, he had the ball, he was on the perimeter. There were a bunch of guys open. More importantly, Jamal Murray was open under the basket and Najee's looking around trying to figure out what to do. And Jamal looks at him and goes, shoot it. And I love that moment because I feel like there is such a level of, of, again, teamwork that this team has. And I think what we saw with this Nuggets team offensively is that at one point or another, you had either Jamal Murray or you had Nikola Jokic on the floor. And there was some on-the-floor coaching going on. And I think that is obviously going to be a very lethal thing for this Nuggets to use all season long is that depth matters. And we talk about this with every team. We talk about it being an issue with the Suns down the road in the playoffs. But the depth, I think, is something that you start establishing now. So to watch Jamal Murray look at a guy that's not getting many minutes, didn't make a huge impact last season, saying, shoot it, find your shot. Like, this is your moment. Don't pass it to me. Yeah, I can make it. I'm right here. It's wide open. But find your shot. I, I really appreciated that. And, and again, we just, we're seeing some really great moments from this Nuggets team. MPJ, his threes aren't landing. I just don't think that's his his game anymore. Defensively, he was getting boards. Mm. He was showing aggressive on a he was showing aggression on a different side of the floor than what we're used to with him. So everybody has a role. They all did their job and it was just it was exciting to see because again, I don't think that last year was a one-time thing for this Nuggets team. I think they're building on a very new found dynasty, which as a Nuggets fan, you got to yeah. love to see. And most of them, most of them are. I mean, uh, we've had some one-time champions lately where uh, they don't become championship hoarders. Uh, in the NBA, right. a lot of these teams, they win one. Okay, we're going to win at least a couple, uh, two or three. And so, you know, Toronto won one, but then Kawhi left. So that's not really a fair comparison. Then Milwaukee uh, won it in 2021. They haven't been back since. But there are some teams, you know, we, there are tons of them. Uh, the Warriors, the latest example uh, where they win one, take a year off, and they're going to come back, and they're going to win a couple more, and they're just going to be in that championship conversation. There's no reason for the Nuggets not to be in the championship conversation again when your best players, your best two players, are both in their prime. So, yep. you know, like, these, these are, you're not talking about a 32-year-old Jokic. And, and They're a 30 supporting year old, cast right, and, together, yeah. And a 30-year-old Murray, right. They, they've been around for a while. And I like, I like what you said about depth, too. You know, yes, depth matters. It's not that you got to be all that 
deep. You don't you can have some shallow depth and and that will get you by but you got to have somebody or a couple guys like some teams are 10 uh, are 10 deep. Sometimes that's too much that, that causes problems. Mm -hmm. Those teams usually don't have great chemistry when they're 10 deep because everybody feels like well, well, listen, I'm a ninth guy. <laughs> yeah. I can play. You know, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I, yeah. I know. Hey, hey, and you want to tell everybody who comes to the game, don't think just because I'm sitting here on a bench, I ain't got game. You know, I could be out there, right. but coach is tripping or whatever, whatever. So you don't necessarily have to be 10 deep. Eight, eight is good enough. Sometimes yeah. seven really reliable players is good enough. And Denver can attest. Every championship team that I've studied, they always have a guy. They always have a guy who comes through and unexpectedly wins the game for you. Something like, oh, where did he come from? You know, last year it was Braun in the early games against Miami. I think it was game was the game yep. one against Miami. Yeah, right, and well, we had okay. obviously Bruce Brown was huge for the Nuggets last season. We lost him. And he's, Bruce he's with Brown in the, in the clincher. But yeah, Christian Brown, you've also got a, um, I'm excited to see what Peyton Watson does. I think he's Bruce Brown, but a little bit more physical, a little bit more size there. But I think every, to your point, the depth, not only does the depth matter, but I think every guy on this Nuggets team knows that they play a role. I mean, you had Bruce Brown as the sixth man, essentially, and he was probably more crucial. He was more crucial than an MPJ who was a starter. So I think even the bench guys know when it's my time, I have a job to do. I'm not just out here because they need to rest Jokic. No, I'm out here for a purpose. And I think that makes a huge difference. And honestly, KCP, Kentavious Caldwell Pope. I mean, yeah. he was a baller last night. So every guy on this team serves a purpose. And I think that's what makes this team so dangerous. And we talk about chemistry matters. I mean, you can, we see teams all the time that on paper, Bill's mafia look really great. But if you don't have that chemistry, if you're not making it click, huh. it doesn't matter. See. You can't, there's only see. so much you can do with talent. If you don't have chemistry. Holly, Listen, you know that she's starting. Early. You know that she's starting early. She's starting early. Like we're gonna get to the bills. Like you can. I mean, what I like, like, we, we're nine minutes <laughs> in. We're nine minutes in. And she's like, okay, yeah. Just one that. That's a tease. Sorry. Hey, Western New York, <laughs> Western New York. That's a tease. As she said, I'm coming for your next. I'm coming for your next. I am. Oh, totally coming for your next. My favorite is one of my favorite posts of the year, 2023. Every year. Live. I go back and think about all the things that I did, all the things I saw, and you know, sometimes it just—it's a one-liner. Hey, I saw this movie; it was great. I, I heard this sermon; it was amazing. Or, or you know, I saw this musician, this concert. Like, I went to this restaurant. I just really—it's like a year in. Just things I experienced, things that I'm grateful for, things that moved me. And you're gonna make my list. I saw this post, <laughs> Bill's Mafia. I'm coming for your next. <laughs> I'm coming for you next, man. I'm sorry. They had it coming, though. It. They knew. I they knew it. when that game. I'm sure that there was a lot of members of Bills Mafia that were watching that game against the Patriots, and they were like, "Man, a loss would really suck." But a loss will no, really suck if I go on Twitter and go to Live Moods page right now. No, no, they knew. They never, they but they never got there. They never got no. there. They never thought a loss would suck. <laughs> they never thought a loss would suck because they didn't think they would lose. But we'll get to them. We'll get to That's them right. later. That's I'll say right. this about. I'll say this about Denver. Uh, one championship ring, nice, nice ring. Now I like the little draw out element. You just pull it out, yeah. Then put it back in there with the manner. It's great. Now it's not quite the Las Vegas Knights ring, which is the best ring. I'm gonna put that on my list too. The best ring I've seen in 2023, the NHL's Las Vegas Knights, Gold Knights. Where on their ring? Now this is this is dope for Denver. Right? That, that's a good looking ring. Beautiful, color scheme. Beautiful. It's yeah. gorgeous. But the Las Vegas Knights. 
you can take off top of the the top of the ring and you can see the arena. It's, That's it's like the, the arena. And there's a pendant because a lot of people are very self-conscious. You can you can imagine living very self-conscious. You're walking around, you're just walking around Denver uh, on a Wednesday and you just got this ring out there. You're like, okay, that's a little much. That's a little much for a Wednesday in Denver in October. So they have a part where you can make a pendant. It can just be a pendant yep. instead of, you know, so, so it's, it's very classy, it's thoughtful, forward thinking. So not only is their ring great, their team is great. I'm going to tell you why they're a tough matchup. Now, it's not impossible. Uh, every every uh, every problem has a solution in sports. I really believe that. Just It's a solution. You may not have everything it takes to solve it, but there is a solution for it. The problem with the Denver Nuggets that I see, tell me if I'm wrong on this. Now, I've heard a lot of people say, Jokic is the best passing big man of all time. Well, of course he is. I, I mean, of course he is. I, I, I've, seen, I've seen the candidates... Uh, I was a little young, but I remember seeing, you know, Bill Walton toward the end. He had bad feet then. He had bad feet at the end. So I remember Bill Walton on and on on again, off again, practicing uh, with the Clippers and then with the Celtics. I remember that. Good passing big man. Kareem could pass. Kareem, great passing big man. Uh, my guy Moses Malone, um, I don't think he could spell pass because he got the ball in. He, he wasn't getting it back. Okay. <laughs> you, you give it to Moses, he just going up. So maybe he could pass. I don't know. He never did it. Not only is Jokic the best passing big man, the difference is, this is why it's so tough. It's imagine your passing big man with point guard skills, not point guard, point guard vision, but point guard, point guard skills. In other words, those dudes couldn't dribble too. live. He's got a handle. Okay, he's so he's, he's got so a good. handle. He's got a handle. Yep. He can shoot threes. Yep. He can board. He doesn't yep. make obvious passes. He can make the obvious pass, but he also makes the pass that the point guards do where you go, oh, damn, how did, I, I didn't see that. Oh, oh, what anticipation. That's what point guards do. So he's a point guard. So any you can't really stop him anywhere on the floor. He's got vision he's all over the floor and he's, he's got size. Yes. So now you got two he of those guys. You got a six, you got a six, three, six, four point guard, whatever Murray is, six, five. And you got a seven footer. Both with point guard skills, one of them big and one of them average NBA size. I mean, sorry. I have to laugh when people, it, anyone that tries to argue that Jokic is not the best player in the league, I, like I have to laugh in your face, and it will probably be, probably be the most disrespectful laughter you've ever heard spewed into your into your it's personal you bubble. But I, I can't it's even, I cannot wrap my head around anyone that, that doesn't think he's the best. Uh, <laughs> What'd you say? Disrespectful laughing and all kinds of stuff. Disrespect. Hey, you know what, Gary? Let's bring it out. Let's bring it out. Uh, it was. A, it was. It was a vibe. It was a vibe last night in Denver. It was a vibe last it night. Was. Let's get to. Uh, let's get to some of the sight. More sights and sounds from Denver last night. Live moods right in the middle of all of it. Always. How long have you been a Lakers fan? Uh, my whole life. It's probably bad since I was like eight. So maybe. 15. So you're kind of you're kind of a cocky guy. Uh, in you a good, you in struggle a being humble. I mean. Call it what it is. Well, yeah, all right, sure, okay. I'll agree with okay. that. However, you were super humbled, I imagine, when the Nuggets 
swept the Lakers. Chef's kiss. How did that feel? Give me your raw, genuine emotion. And you can curse into this microphone if you need to. Yeah. yeah. I'll try to keep it PG, but okay. let's, uh, you know, I mean, after all the dominance we've had in the NBA, we figured, you know, give the give the Nuggets a little bit something, something for their history, you know, okay. be a little bit respectful, give okay. them one championship. And we're going to come in tonight and maybe give you guys maybe a little bit early on, like, make it a close game, and then probably be a blowout probably okay. sometimes. Okay, well, uh, you heard the delusion here first outside of Ball Arena. <laughs> <laughs> so, first of all, we got the Who's Your Daddy chant. Then yeah. you got the interview with the Lakers fan who yeah. says, hey, you know, this is before the game. He just kind of dropped the score in there, uh, Nuggets by 12. And maybe the seventh time will be the charm for the Lakers. They've lost six straight uh, to the Nuggets. Uh, so they don't. Oh. I, can, I, can I say, Liv? Yeah, they have <laughs> lost their minds. I agree with you. And I also think we got it. Can we take the Lakers? I, I'm, I'm already doing it. Okay, I'm going to do it. Game okay. one of 82. Take them out of the conversation. Take them out of the championship conversation. I'm not bringing them back in for the rest of 2023. Maybe you'll check in around the All Star break to see how they're doing. On the, the first night of the season, the first night of the season, Anthony Davis already like, dude, dude, we heard you. We heard you tell James Worthy, hey, you know, me and Braun, me and Braun was talking, you know, and uh, yeah, we got something for him, you know. Oh, we, got, yeah, we had some you know, conversations. We, Did those conversations yeah, conversations. include a scoreless second half, my boy? What's going on around here? <laughs> Zero points. Like, I, okay, I'm done. I'm not I even... Mean, I'm, Hey, no, this is this is for we have a lot of people uh, live who listen to uh, brother from another and watch brother from another listen on Sirius XM channel 85 watching on Peacock TV YouTube. However, you consume it. We appreciate that you appreciate you. You know that but they do a number of things. We have some psychologists out there. We have some uh, psychiatrists, you know, that's where Anthony Davis Anthony Davis, I'm gonna let them figure out, get into the psychoanalysis of why a guy, yeah, what's going so on, so tall, so skilled, so talented, uh, is so inconsistent. Uh, but that's for them, because I'm talking about contenders, and I don't have to say that about contenders. I know, I don't know what uh, Dame and Giannis are gonna do in Milwaukee, but I know they don't have to worry about the the buy-in and the and the effort and the in the consistency and the high level play. I don't know what the Celtics are going to do. I don't have to worry about that. I don't know if the Nuggets are going to repeat. I don't have to worry about that. Phoenix now yeah, I might have to worry about that a little bit, but I don't have to worry about that with Phoenix either. The Lakers. It, yeah, LeBron, it's inexcusable. LeBron it's inexcusable. has tried to say LeBron has tried to say he's like the father who said, uh, you know, he started off a few years ago. Kid was 16 or 17 said, you know, uh, one day, son, uh, this car will be yours. One day. That was a few years ago. And the kid turns 18 and say, um, son, I want you to take the car. Okay. Now he's saying, damn it, you're the tr- you own the car. I want to be a passenger. I want to sleep on the road trip I mean, for three hours. It, I'll drive a little bit, but you, it's yeah. your car. I don't mean to call LeBron an old man here, but if he is your best and most consistent player, we've got a problem here. We've got a problem here. I mean, Anthony Davis is inexcusable. And you know what? I I, I was laughing like 
pretty much hysterically last night, sitting in the stands, getting onto Twitter or X, whatever it's called now, and looking at people, Lakers fans, complaining about the calls that the Nuggets were getting in favor of the whistle. Okay, I have to laugh in your face here, Lakers fans. How does it feel to be on the other side, finally? I mean, you know how many calls, if we went down the history books of all the calls that were, like, I, I think what we have with the Lakers fans is trying to find any excuse or reason to excuse the game that is being played and the fact that they're losing. Let's let's start looking at your star player. Let's start looking at Anthony Davis scoring zero points in the second in half the second of half. the game. That's ridiculous. I mean, let's start looking at what really the big problem is. The refs are not the reason that the, the game was lost. Not even close. I mean, Anthony Davis has some work to do. And and last season, we saw him play 56 games, but the two seasons before that, it was 40, it was 36. Who's to say we get another, I mean, I <laughs> hope we do, but who's to say we get another healthy season by Anthony Davis and he's already not showing up? Oh my God, please. I can't. Look at this here. Anthony Davis finding out there are two halves <laughs> in a basketball game. Whoa, what? What? They, to what? they, they told me this. All right, look. Uh, Liv, congratulations. I'm glad to see the Denver Thank Nuggets. You. Uh, win the organization's first championship. I, I'm telling you, I have a, I got no issues with the Nuggets. I got no issues with them. There's not, there's not a player on their team that I don't like. I like the head coach. I like the star players. I like the city of Denver. I guess my only quibble with Denver is, like, why is the airport like uh, three hours away from the city? But other than that, I mean, I, I guess know. you had to do it that way. And I guess uh, it's got like a lot of a lot of Illuminati like conspiracy things going on with the Denver ooh. airport. And I've lived here my whole life, okay. but if you look it up. Apparently, the Denver airport can be a little scary. I don't know. Mm. I just get there. I, I get in and I get out. That's how I operate at the Denver airport. That's how everyone should operate at the airport. But I digress. Shout out to the Nuggets. Denver Nuggets. NBA <laughs> champs. Banner. Put the banner up. Put the banner up in the mountains. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. It takes kind of like focus away from that. Like, I don't have to think about that. I don't need the media talks to be about my contract and uh, if I'm going to stay, if I'm going to leave, because I knew in my heart that I wanted to stay. Um, I don't want, you know, people when we lose a game to, you know, come back and say, oh, Yanis is being, you know, irritated. He does like what's going on. This is that. He's going to leave, blah, blah, blah. No, the conversation right now is going to be straight basketball. But for sure, now I'm here. I'm excited for what the future holds. Um, I'm excited I can be here until, what you said, 2026, 27? 26, 27. 
It was the first time in my in my uh, NBA career that I didn't know the number of my contract. I just signed it because I wanted to be here. Well, he's such I a likable guy. You don't believe? I that? know, but I don't. He didn't know the number on the contract. He didn't know the number. Okay, look, look, this is good. He is. I mean, we all think he's a great guy. We all love Giannis. Not like that's when you say, "All right, take two. Now you went too far. Now you, when you're practicing that, hey, this woman say to the media, reel it in. No, you don't. Do, that, okay, that, just dial that back. Now we're getting into Russell Wilson territory. Oh, I had to throw. That oh God, in don't bring uh, him uh, up. I, I was having I, a good day. What's wrong I, with you? I, or, come on. But now. hey, Jeff. Jeff Johnson is here. What's up, Jeff? And tell me, man, um, how do you feel about what's coming tomorrow? We've got the debut of Giannis and Dane. You got Giannis with a new Woo. contract, and potentially uh, the Sixers might have James Harden. No, they won't. Uh, the Sixers have the uh, reigning MVP <laughs> in in uh, Joel Embiid. So, now what do you what do you expect to see from this uh, Giannis Dane collaboration? Because I think it might uh, I think it might be special. Yeah, well, first off, you said he, you heard him say he doesn't know the number. I think he was talking about the years. It ain't about the money. I read Mirren Fader's book on Giannis. I know where he came from, selling uh, street vendoring with his mom and his brothers at six years old, ribs touching type of hunger. I know we all can empathize with that from different walks of life. So he knows what the money is about. He probably didn't know the number of years. That's why he asked. So I'll, I'll That's shoot him I some bail. Yeah, yeah, I'll shoot him some bail on that. But yeah, man, they, they calling it they calling it freak time in Milwaukee <laughs> with the and, and I'm I'm excited to see this because Giannis said this is the most open he's ever been in his life. And I think this is gonna be a time where both of them are gonna have the most daylight they've ever seen. The gravitational pull they already have singularly. I've seen whole teams collapse on Giannis where the three-point shooters have to pick it up and knock down those shots for them to be successful. Now you add Dame to that. Dame who who steps into the gym and that's where his range starts. That pull, those pick and rolls is going to be something unlike we've ever seen in this league. And the one thing that I'm I'm interested in, regular season, I love the regular season. I'm I'm pro regular season, but the playoffs where someone like Dame, we talk about the three-point shooting, but he averaged almost four free throws more than Drew Holiday in his career. So he gets to the charity stripe. He's He increased that average in the playoffs. And on top of that, the fear factor that he's putting into teams, especially in the playoffs, where one shot, Logo Lillard can knock you out of the playoffs, Look, man, it, it's going to be like Nightmare on Elk Street in Milwaukee when it comes Ooh, to Dame and Giannis. I, I do not empathize defenses facing those two. Okay, I, okay, you you're talking take, about Liv. defense. I do. Let's I have a little bit of a take. hot take, Jeff, and I would love to hear your thoughts on it. You mentioned Drew Holiday, which I think is definitely a loss to this Bucks defense, and I think anyone that doesn't think so is a little bit naive right now. And I do think with the Bucks, there's a little bit of concern for me in terms of winning a championship this season just with all the changes. Because it's not just a Damon Giannis chemistry that has to form, but it's also a new coach. Drew Holiday's out. Chris Middleton tends to be injured. So a lot of changes with high expectations. They can do it, but it may take a minute. My take, and I'd love to know your thoughts on it, is Giannis for Defensive Player of the Year. I really like this as a as we enter the season because of Drew Holiday not being there. I think that Giannis almost has to step into that role and prioritize the defense 
even more than we've seen in the past. We know he can win this award. I really think Giannis for Defensive Player of the Year is kind of a sneaky, a sneaky bet that I'm willing to take. And I don't know how you feel about that if you have thoughts, but I- I'm leaning Giannis for Defensive Player of the Year. And of course, more success with the Bucks. But I like that award specifically for him. Yeah, I I, th- I don't I think that's pretty much that that might be like your mileage may vary on how hot sauce affects you due to demographics, <laughs> age, and other factors. And what's hot for others may be mild for me. This one yes, is pretty mild. Because totally. for one, okay, you have the narrative play, right? Everyone is mm-hmm. saying Dame can't play defense like that. 117.2 defensive rating. You know, Drew was was an anchor on that defensive end uh, on the perimeter. And he also has Brooke Lopez with them. They're like the twin towers. Nobody's going to want to go in the paint against the Bucks. And Giannis prides himself, since a kid, pride himself on being a defensive player. And I know he's gotten yep. close before. I think that it, it, I think it's all set up. And you want to talk about odds. I think he's like 600 or plus 800 on the books right now. That That, is, a, that is more than a sprinkle. You could take a little shower on that. Oh, I, yep, I, I, I would love to do that. Like now you put that in my head. Mmm, mmm, yeah. Giannis defensive player, yeah, I like it. I like it. Now, I'm so close to it. I'm so close to it. I'm looking forward to it tomorrow, Uh, Milwaukee, Philadelphia. I I really am. But tonight, uh, it's an East Coast matchup. We've got New York and Boston, separated by 200 miles, ancient rivals, going back to 1946, the beginning of the NBA. Love it. Celtics, Knicks, the whole thing. Uh, and I think the Celtics are right there. I think they're right there. But I want to know what you you all think uh, compared to Milwaukee. Uh, Jeff, now you're going a little, uh, the hyperbole is in full effect today when you said like this Dame-Giannis combo could create situations we've never seen before in the history of basketball. Just want to point Unlike. out. Unlike. League is, league is 77 years old now. Jeff is 77 years old. We've seen some things. I wonder... How do you think the Celtics match up with the Bucks? Well, I don't know. I, I know uh, Havlicek and Mike might have been getting crazy back in the day. That's before my time. I think it might no, be. I'm not going all the way back there. Okay, how about 30 years ago? How about 30 oh, years you're ago? You're showing your age, Holly. Oh, yeah. You're showing that, your age. I didn't see Mike, but I, much respect to Havlicek, Mike, and Koozie. All yeah, of them. yeah. All for of sure, them. for sure. But, you but, know, you but, know it's, it's that NBA season, the, Mike. I got to get I'm talking about the three point line, though. Three-point line, though. Let's say the three-point era, 1980-ish to the present. There have been some pretty good combos now, Jeff. Come on. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. But when you put when you talk about singular ability, superstar play, the, the range, because the range has increased over those past 30 years. Efficiency, we could have a conversation as well. But I do think it's going to be, at the very least, something entertaining that we could watch. But when you put up Boston against Milwaukee, it's really a pick your poison kind of matchup. Boston is going to be letting it fly from the three point range. Shout out to my guy, Jonathan Macri. 33 and one last season when they shoot 39 and a half percent from three point range. And Holly, you know, they ain't shy. They ain't shy, brother. Everybody's putting it up. And then you put Porzingis on there too. They haven't seen a three point shot they haven't liked, right? And then Drew Holiday shores up. You got a, a upgrade from Marcus Smart offensively with the same and including be- arguably better defensive tenacity on the perimeter. Their six is 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 a solid six, probably up there with the best in the league. The depth is where we're going to have an issue. I, di- I do think it's going to be the others 
who determine who wins between Milwaukee and Boston? Is Derek White going to take a leap? What is what is Crowder going to do? Middleton, what are, what are they going to do in, in this office? Is Brooke Lopez, it, it, does he find another level? Who are the, the young guys for Milwaukee? What, what are they, who is going to step up and be able to be the difference makers? Because the stars are going to come out to play. It's going to have to be the supporting cast that makes the difference. And they, they each have, they each have weaknesses that the others can counter. It has seven game series written all over it. And it's going to be exciting. I think preseason wise, they are the clear putative top two teams in the league. What do you think, Liv? I mean, in the, in the conference, sorry. I was going to say, whoo! He about made me yeah, fall. I was wild. I was wild. I'm sorry. That, that was no. crazy, but I meant the conference. Sorry. No, honestly, there, yeah, you, you're, you're nailing it. I mean, there's a lot of talent there. And I think at the end of the day, the talent that we're going to see from, I could tell you right now, outside of the Nuggets, three teams that I feel very confident about in the regular season Bucks, Celtics, Suns. Those are three teams right now that I think are really, and the Nuggets, uh, are going to look really great in the regular season. But what we see in the playoffs is that depth really does matter. And I think, Jeff, you you nailed it in terms of it's going to be the guys that we're not talking about that matter the most in the playoff situation. So to me, I mean, <laughs> thank you, Vegas, for giving me the Nuggets at plus 550 because one, oh, wow. disrespectful as all, as all, you know, whatever. But I'll take it because plus 450 for a championship core that stayed together. Yeah, you better give me that. For sure, I'm taking. Well, that. I think I think this. I think what's going to happen, uh, Liv. You know, as a Nuggets fan, the Nuggets will be back in the finals. Uh, you know, I, I'd like to uh, show you around Boston because you're going to be in Boston. You'll be in Boston for the NBA Finals. You'll not be in Milwaukee, so it's going to be Denver and Boston for the championship. Jeff, come on down. It's, it's so close by. Uh, oh New yeah, York to Amtrak. One Amtrak he, away or flying if you got there it, it like is. that. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Now uh, you mentioned you mentioned Liv uh, the Suns. You have some trust in the Suns. I like what they did last night without Bradley Beal. Uh, Devin Booker showed me something, and I think on the broadcast, uh, and one of the broadcasters said this at the end of the game. Hey, who says this team doesn't have a point guard? The point guard is Devin Booker, because uh, Devin Booker was dishing last night in some critical moments. They came up with big hoop after big hoop. Uh, they didn't have Beal. The Warriors didn't have Draymond Green. It looked like the Warriors are going to take advantage of the game or take over the game. They lost the lead and they lose the game. Uh, first of all, let's hear from the Suns post game, and then I want to get you guys' take on who you think the Phoenix Suns can ultimately be. You know, we have the depth, we have the talent all the way around, and you know, just using that. You know, I had it going in the first half, and we knew that they're going to throw some different type of defense at us, and you know, they did that down the stretch. You know, this, this was a good good win for us. You know, I think, you know, a test like that the first game, how we can see the, the energy sway and, you know, the game go back and forth and then tighten it up down the stretch to get a win. It was big for us. A lot of good moments in the video. You was able to relive uh, some of those memories real quick. Um, but it was good to come in here and get the season started off right with a W. You're at the free throw line and the crowd is chanting CP3. Was that a, a surreal moment? Yeah, it was. Uh, Dario looked at me and started laughing, and I couldn't help but laugh. <laughs> that was that was the first. You closed basically with Kaminga over Wiggins. I thought both uh, Kaminga and and uh, GP uh, were defending at a high level, and obviously you got a guard, you know, Kevin and 
and book out there and, and uh, so felt like those guys were um, were defending well and so we went with them um, and that's you know that's how it's going to be um, a lot of nights this year it's like whoever's playing the best will will um, finish the game fair point wow I, 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 and before I get to your take I mean it's pretty clear you went with Kaminga over Wiggins well those guys were defending and what's unsaid there is and he wasn't and so we went with the guys who were defending and Wiggins wasn't uh, just uh, uh, what did you see last night Jeff and Liv uh, Suns Warriors I like both teams what did you see take it away Jeff oh thank you thank you I, I was about to say look we gonna play double dutch until somebody go um <laughs> the Suns were able to get production from folks who had the question marks on them from the season depth has been one of the main narratives around the Suns. You had a Kogi and Nurk shooting 75 plus percent true shooting from the field. Yeah, it was eight and nine field goals respectively. But if they're going to hit, if they're going to hit these shots efficiently, Nurk grabbing 14 boards, 14 rebounds. This this is probably the least pressure Nurkic has had in his career playing. All he has to do is go out there and do his job. If they do their job correctly, the Suns, the sky is the limit for the Suns. And look, their bench might be a little sparse. Grayson Allen was out there doing um, hit training, high-intensity interval training. He wasn't really doing too much, which I was a little shocked about. But coming <laughs> off the bench, he'll be more compartmentalizing the role. And when you have Eric Gordon, you will not have to worry about anyone being timid about shooting off the bench. This brother was letting it fly, and he was also one yeah. of the people in the fourth that was hitting clutch shots. I think... The narrative for the West this season, West versus East, the West is stronger now. We had it. We had them for a few a few years, Holly. We had the East back for a few years, but we had a few defectors, and now the balance has kind of shifted. It's like the uncles versus the nephews in the East. Are the uncles going to be able to stay healthy enough to make it to the finals and be in a... In a, in a close to 100% to be able to take on the nephews. Every A lot of these top teams, Suns, Lakers, Warriors, can they remain healthy? If the Suns can remain healthy, I think they can go. They, they could at the very least challenge for the Western Conference Finals Championship, and they did all of this without Bradley Beal. I think we saw a good distribution. I'm eager to see how Beal fits in, because if he can fit in and slot in as number three, I think this can be... He could be the most effortless PRA points, rebounds, assist lock that we have in the NBA this season because all he has to do is go out there and hoop. And he was doing that already in Washington. Let him do that in the with the Suns where he's going to have probably the third best defender. It gets real scary. If healthy, asterisk if healthy, the Suns can go super far. Hmm. I, don't, I mean, I don't disagree, yeah. but I'll tell you right now. <laughs> you do a little bit. You, no, well, you maybe a little, but I, but I gotta I gotta flame them really quick. Whoever set up the tripod and said, "Ready, get set, pick up a weight." Kevin, you're gonna do some squats. Um, you're gonna bounce on that big bouncy ball. You're gonna grab a resistance band. We're gonna do this for 15 seconds, and then you can go to the locker room. Shame on you. First of all, now this video is out in the universe and we're now going, the sun's hitting that, getting that work after that win. <laughs> Please. They did not sit there and do a full body workout after they played that game. That was set up 
for a social media hit. And I seriously was almost in tears looking at it. Like, who planned this? Why did you plan this? And more importantly, what made you watch that video and go, this is perfect, posted? Like, I'm sorry, I can't. The Suns, I just, I can't with that. You got to quit doing all that. Social be on it. Oh my God, man. They just be going crazy. And honestly, I think that is something about the Suns that I struggle with, not their social media, but I think that they are really flashy and they look really good on paper and they have really great moments and they, they go a really long stretch in the regular season where they're, I mean, come on, come on, what are we doing? Oh, oh, wow. What are we doing here? Oh, I mean, come on 135 now. on the on the squat rack is is that's kind of light. I would expect KD need to put on another plate. He need to put on another <laughs> you plate. You know for too. a fact. You know for He's a fact struggling. once he finished those 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 releves for his calves, he they they hung it up and they walked right All back right. to the locker room. They didn't sit there and do a workout. Are you All kidding? Right. This one, this 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 this. <laughs> if you turn it around, I see I see Ron Burgundy, Anchorman. <laughs> 104, 105. That's crazy. But I think the problem with the Suns is they are flashy. They do look good on paper. I compared them to the Bills a little bit, where you look at them on paper and you go, yeah, 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 yeah. I did. I'm sorry. But when you, when we started the NFL season, did we or did we not look at this Bills roster and say, this is a top three, top five roster that can make some serious damage? They have flashy moments. They're competitive against the Dolphins. We've seen the Suns have a really long stretch of winning games in the regular season. And then when it matters, they just, they don't have that dog in them. That's the best way I can put it. I don't know how else to explain it, but when it matters, I worry about that sparse bench. I worry about Real. there's only so much a Devin Booker can do by himself. It's like, yes, it's flashy and it looks really good and it's fun to watch, but it, what is the longevity of it? That's the part I don't trust with the Suns. Same right. thing I don't uh, trust about the Suns. Okay. So. so Jeff Jeff, Jeff, and Liv, as, as we bring in the music, I just want to get to your thoughts in uh, you know, 30 seconds total. Uh, do the Warriors... Have that dog in them. I think they do. I, I'm intrigued by the Warriors. I, I like what they're doing. Uh, what do you guys think about the Warriors? They got it? Once they brought in Chris Paul, they brought in a kennel. It's going to be scary in the fourth quarter to have him and, and Curry. Good luck, Western Conference. Agreed. Got to have that dog in right. you. They got that dog in them. That's the best way I can put it. Jeff said they brought in the kennel. <laughs> they brought in the kennel. I love that. When they brought Chris Paul. Sometimes the kennel gets crazy now. Yeah. I, I, I can see the crazy coming out last night a little bit. <laughs> Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
are the bills? Fraudulent is the answer. So this video was posted a day before I lost my job. LOL. And as you can imagine, Bill's Mafia loved to prey on my downfall when I said something honest about their team. I have receipts. Girl made a video about the Bills being fraudulent and loses her job the next day. Exposed herself as a casual by lying about Josh Allen and got fired the next day. That's crazy, man. Haha, ha, isn't this the girl that trashed the Bills and called them frauds? It is. It is that girl that called them frauds. Truth hurts. So to Bill's Mafia members, respectfully kick rocks. Have the day you deserve. If it makes you feel better to laugh at my unemployment, be my guest. But at the end of the day, she was speaking facts. Ooh. Okay. All right. Listen. Sound the alarm. Listen, first of all, <laughs> let, let, listen. Listen, let's let's, okay. first, let's talk about let's talk about the job first of all. Let's talk about the job first okay. of all. Yeah. And anybody anybody who has been involved in the media, whether you're at the top of the media mountain at the very bottom, you're not in the business yet, you gotta know everybody's got some scars on them. If you don't have scars on you from being involved in sports media, just keep living. Those scars will yep. come. Uh totally. you'll be reassigned, you'll be demoted, you'll be fired. All things uh, just it's just a matter of how do you withstand? How do you adjust to these unfortunate things that happen to any anybody who's been in sports media? It happens to you know, truly almost everybody. has got a story for you. If it didn't happen to them directly. It happened to somebody who was associated with them over them. So Liv, totally. this, this is my way of saying I hope you're not uh, discouraged. I hope you're not thinking. Oh, wow. Uh, what am I going to do now? Uh, Game recognizes game. You got it, and it's going to work out. Thank you. you. I hope you know that. Yeah, no, I needed one day to be emotional. That's how I am, though. I very rarely cry or get emotional, so I needed one day to just, like, let it out. And then after that, I was like, okay, I'm chilling. I, I, I'm ready to go and obviously love being on BFA with this amazing crew. That obviously helps a lot. So, yeah, I, I, I needed one day to sulk and feel sorry for myself. And then after that, I was like, all right, so I can either lay around or I can keep cranking out content and roasting Bill's Mafia. So let's go with option B. <laughs> obviously. So, and, and, and so, what was, so what, what was your point? Like pregame and postgame. Let's just talk about the whole story. Buffalo, uh, I think seven and a half to eight and a half point favorites, depending. It started yeah. off eight and a half, and then people started to say, hey, wait a minute, that's a lot. And then I think it ended at seven and a half. But they were overwhelming mm -hmm. favorites. They came into this game against a one in five team that was mm -hmm. struggling all kinds of negativity around the team. Is Bill Belichick going to be fired? Is Mac Jones the guy? Like all this commentary about the Patriots, and the Bills go in. Josh Allen's first pass is an interception. They find themselves down 13 to three when and when the Patriots had 13 points at halftime, it was almost like the Dolphins scoring 70. It was like, whoa, wow, the Patriots, a team that averaged yeah. 12 points a game. They averaged yep. 12 points a game coming in and they, they exceeded that the halftime. That was a parade down Boylston Street in Boston. So they lose Buffalo loses to the Patriots. What did you say before the game about Buffalo? They got well, people so upset. Yeah, for for the video, the whole video was me basically talking about how 
the hiccups and the whatever's like the game against the Jags. I saw a lot of people in Bills Mafia talking about jet lag, injured defense. Oh, you know, the refs and this and that. Okay, let's talk about the offense then. Let's talk about what your weapon is. Before we entered the season, we were looking at this roster going, this is going to be one of the best offenses in the league. Okay, so let's talk about the offense then. If you want to make excuses for jet lag and defense being injured, sure. First of all, every team has injuries, so I'm kind of overhearing about it. But we'll talk about the offense. At that point in time, they had averaged 17 points in their last two games, could barely score against the Giants. So, okay, your defense is injured, but what's the excuse for the offense? Oh, well, you know, we're not super worried about the interceptions or the turnovers. Like, it's only week six, and I'm sitting there going, okay, but isn't there a little bit of concern that by week six, these little hiccups and mistakes become your identity? So my video Mm. was, what is the Bills' identity? To me... They're fraudulent because when you look at them on paper, this is a top three roster that's embarrassing themselves. I mean, they're playing up to the talent of a Miami offense and then playing down to the talent of the Giants. The Giants should have won that game, period. I mean, honestly, they they had the the game. (laughs) I mean, towards the end, I, I actually live bet the Giants in that game because I felt like they were really going to take take that game. So again, I and you even look at some of the the matchups that were close, the loss of the Jets led by Zach Wilson. I mean, to me, it's like, yeah, in the beginning, every team's got their little hiccups and whatever. But to me, by week seven, the hiccups are now who you are. And now it's not just, okay, how do we prevent this from becoming our identity? It already is. So now how do you fix it? How do you go backwards? Now you've lost momentum. You're probably starting to lose guys like Diggs mentally who probably weren't all that checked in to begin with this season. So to me, the video was just simply, what is the identity of the Bills? To me, they're fraudulent. Bills Mafia went ballistic only to lose to the Patriots a week later. They always do. They always do. I've been there. I've been there. I've gotten to fights with them before. Um, look, I think with them, like I said earlier, uh, Detroit doesn't really know. Detroit, Detroit is um, a little in- insecure. Detroit's never, Detroit's never been there. They've never been to the Super Bowl, so that's a whole different dynamic with De- with Detroit. So when they when they start barking, it's just like, God, ah, it's been so long. I haven't been outside a long time. Oh my God, yes. Hey, and we have won more than we've lost for a change. So they, they go a little too far. Now, Buffalo. Buffalo, really, it's the only game in town. I mean, the Sabres thing. So it's the Bills. They only have hoops. They lost a hoop team back in the day. Um, they don't have baseball. They got minor league baseball. Uh, they've been to the Super Bowl four, four straight years. They lost four straight years. So they got a little attitude about that. And it just like it, it just it's almost it's so territorial about anything. You can't really have um, a, a robust conversation with them, mm-hmm. a fair, Mm-mm. thorough conversation because it's so protective. It's so Very. protective of a little team. So you spoke the truth. They just don't want to hear it. Now, Two if you parts. said it, hey, I, if you say I'm from Buffalo, and I, you got to do all these, these qualifiers and this whole preface. Yeah, whole it might have been different. Hey, you know, I'm from here. You know, I, I represent uh, Orchard Park. I represent Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse, whatever. You got to go all. You got to say all this stuff. Right. Just to say a basic thing like they've underachieved because they have underachieved. They have. What's wrong with they that? Have. 
You ain't saying anything wrong. It's the truth. No. It's just the truth. That second half of their schedule. They better get it together. They better win tomorrow night because the second half of their schedule is brutal. Brutal. Tough schedule. Wake up now. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. You haven't heard about the McCrispy yet. Well, then, you probably haven't heard the sweet silence after the first crispy bite either. Go try it for yourself to hear the best not sound you've ever heard. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey, we lost a great one. A great one on Tuesday night. Uh, Richard Roundtree, 81 years old, uh, died of pancreatic cancer at his home in Los Angeles. And Liv, Richard Roundtree has done or did so many things in his career, but he played the iconic role of Harlem detective John Shaft. Ask Isaac Hayes about Shaft. He's a bad mother. Hush your mouth. Shaft was so significant for the culture. Look at that jacket. Look at that leather jacket. He's got swag. He's got swag. I mean, everything. So, but really at a time where, as Richard Roundtree said at the time, where black black men and, and, and black actors and actresses didn't always get the benefit of the doubt, weren't always portrayed in respectful ways. He was a black action hero in the early 1970s, and the significance has lasted to this day. Love it. Legend. So, John Shaft. And, and you know what? My kids got to know him, too. He was a grandfather on Family Reunion, too, with Loretta Devine and uh, Tia Mowry. So uh, he had many he had many roles, but Shaft, rest in power. You might not think that a few simple words could make you crave McDonald's breakfast sandwiches. But if you listen closely to the sound of me saying, McGriddles, McMuffin, you might be wrong. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.